This week on the Push Ball Lays podcast, we talk about the stuff that you need to do as an online coach. Like, seriously, please. And three, two, one, cherry ripe is disgusting. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? Well, good. I'm just literally finished up writing an email. You uh, you started that a little bit sooner than I anticipated. So <laughs> I mean, so. it um, <laughs> oh, good. But yeah, mate, I could have told you they were going to be shit. Che- like, it's not being funny, but cherry, yeah, this... dark chocolate, all that sort of stuff is... Yeah, you got to hold your mic like that now. Oh my God, my, I, got, my, I got a new mic stand. Anyone who's watching the videos and the reels, they might get they might get to see it, they may not, but got a little mic I stand. Think, I think, yeah, mm. I think because uh, I'm more frequent on my YouTube now. I'm actually gonna just put our podcasts on the YouTube now because I ha- oh, yeah. I always Ooh. I always do it. I know Dan's. Oh, I've got to do my hair now. Um, yeah, literally, I'm gonna put so... a fucking cap on then. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do it for the guest ones, but I never do it for our ones. And I'm like, I always mean to, but you know, mm. I'm 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 mm. a cap cut king now. So yeah, done Thank it you, done it at least three times. Uh, mm. no, We'll we'll talk about that later, right? But yeah, main like so. I think this this is. I don't think you can get them in the UK. These it's just like an Australian thing. Yeah, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. No one's gonna fucking <laughs> eat them. Fucking hell! Like if you're Australian, you listen to this. What is this? It is disgusting. I didn't manage to get all the way through one. So it is a luscious cherry and coconut in old goat, Awful. old goat, old gold, rich dark chocolate. Number one, Awful. dark chocolate, not good. There's a reason why you can only. Uh, I can only. I can only have two bits, and it sorts you right out. Yeah, because it's fucking gash. That's why. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, <laughs> um, and then realized that. So Dan's. Uh, Dan's two important figures in his his life are not with him right now. Yes. Uh, and they're not. He's got a fidget spinner. Clearly, to uh, this is what's taken Laura and Isabel's place. <laughs> I just. I just don't know what it is about it. I, Mike had one, and I just. As soon as I had it, I started playing with it. I was like, oh, these are all right, aren't they? It's quite decent. I don't know why. I like it. No idea why. So I bought one. So there we go. Nice. Just been a, um, so that annoys you. That's cool. But, but I, I'm actually quite concerned. <laughs> this this week has actually opened my eyes to the fact that I think I may, well, just based on what everyone fucking says. I mean, everyone's getting diagnosed with ADHD at the moment. But you know when people talk about ADHD? And I realized that my attention span is not actually that great. Like, and even when I was younger, when I used to do like revision for exams and stuff, like I could only do 30 minutes of revision, then I had to go and do something else for 10 minutes, then come back 30 minutes. I couldn't do it. And when I'm deep in check-ins, deep in client work stuff, it's fine because I'm always changing topic every 15 to 20 minutes, you know, that sort of stuff. And I just rattle through those tasks. But I noticed it the other day, I was just sat here and I had like a Saturday to myself without Lauren Isbell here. And I just would like watch the goal for like, three minutes then i get up and practice my putting in the living room then i would like go and watch youtube video for three and four minutes find it put boy and then go back to watch the golf then i watch the cricket put the cricket on then i get up put the golf ball and I'm, i just couldn't stay seated for very long and then <laughs> when i called the other day with someone we were talking about some some new graphics and i was chewing chewing gum and i had this fidget spinner she was just like fucking hell Dan, you got adhd like chewing your gum fidget, you know fidgeting with the fidget spinner i sat there like maybe i do like <laughs> i do find it hard and then i realized it's just because when I don't, when I find things like boring or whatever, I'm just like, well, why would I waste time carrying on watching it? But then I went to watch Oppenheimer with Mike 
and managed to watch all the way through. Phone was off, and I was like, "No, I don't have ADHD because that would be really difficult if I did. I'm fine. I just get bored very easily. There's a difference, you know. When you like, there's just this mass ADHD fucking diagnosis across the board. I was like, "No, I just get bored easily, like a lot of people do. I was like, just find something that you enjoy. Because I was like, when yeah. I play golf, I don't have ADHD. I don't find that boring. I'm like, I can stick to that. No problem. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things. I was just like, no, people are just bored. All right, that's what it is. Let's not call it what it's not. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like you're gonna get yeah, some sort of clinical diagnosis off the back of the show. So somebody will be like, yeah, he's definitely yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll yeah, we'll yeah, brilliant. Because yeah, because he used because he used a, an accountant as an example of a job comparing comparing online coaches. He did it again, <laughs> so therefore it must be ADHD, <laughs> something like that, probably. Fucking hell. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't we didn't do a show last week. We didn't do a show last week, but we. Because yeah, what happened? I think you were deep in check-ins, no? I I was, was I only, but I was I was prepared to do to do one, and you were like, "No, it's cool. Don't worry about it, mate." Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Bye. And then I, I think I had a weird day. No, yeah, I was playing golf on Tuesday, um, and I yeah. was getting back late. That was why. So yeah. yeah, and then I had a horrible week elsewhere. So not horrible in terms of bad things happened. Just all my clients decided to be here on a week that I could. Yeah. Annoy- yeah, anyway. And yeah, time had to actually do some work. So <laughs> Whereas yeah, I had a full annoying. day and I was still prepared to turn up. I'm still always I had a, fine. I had a full day. I had to go and play. I had to drive to the golf. Then I had to play the golf, then come back. Oh, so man. it's a full day. But the annoying thing That's is, tough. right, this is inconceivable for you, but I did have to drive an hour and a half to get there. Fuck that. Fuck no, Only because, and it wasn't ages away. It was the fact that I live in North London or West London, where it is, and I had to go south into Surrey. So, and it's, the mo- I had to go through London, like, past, I've just like, joined a, I've just joined a golf course. Like I've just joined a golf course that's 15 minutes away, and to me, it feels like a fucking trek. Mate, no. <laughs> like, I was buzzing that I played a golf course, didn't play well, like, uh, on Sunday, that was only 35 to 45 minutes away. I was like, it's just because where I live, it's literally it. No. Yeah, it's a nightmare, isn't it? No, it's fine. That's why I love playing. It's like us going to Yas. It's like us going to Yas Links, mate, isn't it? It's like I know. I'll I'll be right with that every week. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, it's fine. It's a nice day out. It's good. Oh, fine. Um, yeah. So apologies, no show last week, but yeah, I'm sure there's. Tom's fault. We're we're almost at Dan a um 365 episodes. Um, so there's almost a episode for every single day of the year, if you so wanted to do that. I mean, that so... would be a pretty boring year, wouldn't it? <laughs> but it's always fun. I always find it funny that there's always somebody listening at any point during the day, really? according to the stats. Yeah, there's always somebody listening. Isn't it? That's, a, that's a weird sensation, isn't it? I'm sure across, definitely, of, of course, across all our platforms or whatever, but even this minute, minutia little ridiculous podcast mm. um which is aimed at, at just personal trainers really um yeah there's always going to be someone listening throughout the day so hey if you're listening to this at 2 a.m but you're probably just in a different country so not the ukraine crazy or dubai probably it's the same with our youtube though when we, we might look at youtube stats there's always mm. someone watching one i always think that's yeah. so weird but it's this is also good. again to be fair why coaches should be considering content like this because it it literally is evergreen. Like with YouTube, our Correct. stuff gets... In fact, let me actually do it live while we're on it. I'll actually have a look. Uh, I can tell you, because the... By the way, YouTube analytics are so good. Like even yeah, on shorts, they, they go yeah. really deep into the shorts as well. Like where they came from, what they're doing, all that sort of stuff. So let me have a look at the analytics right this second. So updating live, we have 
Um, let me have a look here. Last 48 hours. If I click on that, I reckon it will show me literally last 60 minutes. We have had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight views on videos. And it go. tells you exactly which videos they are. How mad is that? Crazy, crazy times, man. So yeah, last 48, <laughs> last 48 hours, we've had 889 views. Some of them are really old videos as well. They get watched. So there you go. Yeah, we can see use. We? So yeah, last seven days, what are we at? Like 1,500, 1,500 downloads or whatever. <laughs> of what that be it's always it's always fun you obviously see peaks and troughs and whatever so yeah versus previous oh, yeah. oh no 3.3.2k um yeah it's fine it's always funny um yeah to look who is listening who's listening i'm not enough bother looking who is listening right now but yeah you can see probably somebody somebody you know unfortunately um yeah that's why content is always like this right what are we what are we chatting about with i, I did have my notes up we're going to talk about uh dan put his rants out classic mm -hmm. classic dan um you know and apparently uh we've got to talk about that dan is dog shit apparently or smells like dog shit is dog shit <laughs> yes i've seen your latest reel there we go mm. <laughs> so yeah i enjoyed it i gave it a like I don't always give oh, you a like, me. but I gave you a like. I gave you a like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I was kind of, um, I did like a almost, uh, I merged my week two and my week three of my vlog. And then the next week, next week, I'll do like a month review kind of thing of all my training, uh, which is what a post I just literally I posted out today was about becoming fucking better and how actually just sticking to something for one fucking month can have that kind of uh i don't know exponential kind of increase or whatever so it's quite interesting daniel because i've literally just been doing training for triathlon i've actually done it for about a month now but i did a week zero of like a test a week to see if i could even fucking move um was my ground like week zero doesn't really count week one was the week afterwards okay um and i did put a data on my what bike results basically i've been using like their olympic triathlon thing um just it's like a 30k bike ride essentially but different pacings and so about baking off the ftp but over the month i believe um i worked out i am what was it 14 200 214 i would be seven to eight percent better than i did the first time to four weeks time on terms of the wattage and distance covered within that certain amount of time. So it's an hour and two minutes, that session. So my average wattage was seven, seven to 8% higher than when I did it the first time to the second time, which is pretty good in terms mm -hmm. of like, obviously I've been consistency has been good. I've hit like five sessions minimum a week for the last four weeks. Um, that is uh, involved in, mostly cardio based shit and then moving through but imagine you extrapolate that out obviously over a long amount of time it's probably gonna be a lot better um but i also allude to probably something we talk about a little bit more extrapolate that 28 days of being fucking consistent on hitting everything i need to on your mm. business it might do a similar thing obviously i have the the fortunate in the know I know what I should be training and how I should be training and all that kind of stuff. But once you've done the prelim work and you stay consistent on certain things, it's boring as hell, isn't it? I've just doing, mm -hmm. I've done the same thing for four weeks. 
exactly the same thing. I've not changed the workouts because I wanted to see the progression in intensity. Um, basically, if, if I'm going to push the needle a little bit harder from week mm. one to week two to week three to week four, and I'm going to see either my heart rate is going to change because I find the session easier for doing the same kind of stuff, or I'm going to be able to push harder on terms of the watt bike. I'm trying mm. to get a higher average watch over that certain time or a higher distance covered, which is um, covered about a kilometer more over that hour, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's just mm. from being boring doing it mm. and sucking it up yeah the other thing as well is i bet you Tom, with the <laughs> triathlon you probably looked at the three disciplines and went right which one of these do i suck up the most mm. right which is probably for you i would imagine probably running no, you're correct yeah it is yeah, yeah. and so which one's like the running. biggest improvement in in that that time mm. frame <laughs> yeah running running probably but not only that as well tom you also probably look at the data and go well i suck at running also the data supports that and guess what the run from a time point of view as a percentage i could probably make the most gains there if i put some time and effort into it as a percentage in terms of overall race and all that sort of stuff right now mm. i want to i want to segue this into i'm going to now extrapolate tom's triathlon into what coaches do with their content right so imagine as for a second now a coach is looking at their content as a triathlon, right? The coach is looking at it and they're going, right, well, I've got, um, okay, okay, filming video content is is, is one of the parts, you know. Um, editing the video content is another one of those parts. And the, the writing the emails part is another one of those. So there's three parts of the triathlon, right? And what, what coaches do is that uh, they look at that and go, oh, okay, which one of those is my weak point? Well, actually, all of them are my weak point. But let's just say they're okay at writing, so they, they write emails. What coaches do is that they spend all their time just writing more emails and just focus on emails and they spend no time practicing anything else at all. Now they may be able to get 5% better writing emails, right? That's going to see a slight increase in maybe audience reach and that sort of stuff. But what do you think Tom would be the smart move for coaches to do in that situation? Do you think just, just off the top of your head, what do you think? Maybe uh, we pick one of the other two that you uh, really maybe. shit at. Uh, bring your weak and, and points probably, up. Yeah, and probably see a much better percentage increase in terms of overall stuff, right? It, and this is the thing that I, I, so like if you went from 0% to 50%, that's better than you going from 80% to 85%, right? And I know people are going, oh, no shit, Dan. But you'd still be worse <laughs> at the video. You'd still be worse at the video and worse at the editing than the, the email. But the, the level of increase would be higher, right? And it, I, I got so pissed off this week, right? Because... I've seen posts from coaches that I know because they've moaned to me about it, about how they aren't good on camera. They aren't good with editing videos. They aren't good at writing emotional emails and emotional copy um, and that they aren't good with technology. And then I've also seen them the next 24 hours later post to their audience that they do have time to meal prep, go to the gym, whatever, right? It's just that it's not a priority. And then when I ask these same coaches, well, why aren't you very good with, with tech? Or when, you know, when was the last time you practiced, you know, editing a video or filming a video? No, oh, no, I don't do that. I'm not good at it. So I just, I just leave it. I don't. Oh, okay. Okay. So how the fuck are you going to get better at it? Number one. And two, <laughs> you do have time to do it and you do have the resources available. It's just not a priority. And I've just, I don't know why I've just, it's this week in particular, it's really annoying me. Um, but it's one of those things that honestly requires zero talent. It requires zero talent to be good at any of those things. It just requires practice. No one that you see who's good at that stuff was born with the ability to do that. 
No one is born with the ability to write good copy. They learn it. No one's born with the ability to edit good videos. They learn it. You could argue there's an element of acting involved in some videos. I would also argue that it's not, and it is just a case of being comfortable on camera and being yourself. I'm not asking you to act. I'm asking you to just turn on a camera and just talk in front of it. It's not difficult, right? But it comes from practice. I'm not asking you to act out anything. All this stuff comes from practice. And it's exactly the same as a client coming to you and going, oh, well, I can't back squat 100 kilos, so there's no point even seven foot in the gym. It's, that is the that is that is that is the same example, right? Which sounds insane. It's the same example that coaches have with their content, with all this other stuff. And I'm sick and tired of hearing it. I'm sick and tired of coaches assuming that 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 it's just that one day they're going to be good at it. And it's this self fulfilling prophecy thing of like, oh well, I'm not good at it. So I'm like, well, you know, you're not good. At it. You've labelled yourself that way now. The only way you're going to get better at it is by practicing. The only way Tom's going to get better at running for his triathlon is fucking running more, <laughs> learning from his mistakes, learning from how he's doing things wrong. Uh, and, and and I just, I just can't. I can't me? No, no, no. I just, uh, I just, just buy a new pair of trainers. I just need a better, better laptop and a better camera. That's what, that's yeah. what I need. And in that example that we just used, there, right, what, <laughs> co- what coaches do, right, is coaches retreat to what is safe. So coaches will go back to their safe space. What they'll do is they'll go, oh, I just, I just, um, I just enrolled for a course on how to get better at coaching nutrition. You don't need that. You're already <laughs> able, you're not even got any clients to coach, get them first, then get better at coach. Like, and they yeah. retreat to that safe space of feeling like they're doing something for their business or feeling like they're doing something like that, but they are fundamentally killing their business every single week that they aren't practicing this stuff. And is this assumption that, Every bit of content that you film has to be posted. Every single email you write has to be sent. It doesn't. Practice it. Just practice writing. It's like how you practice for exams. How did you practice for an exam? You just do similar questions. Your teachers teach you in a similar way. How many times, how many times did you get told this uh, at school, right? I, I certainly at A-levels in uni, right? It's like, we're just teaching this to pass the exam. Like, you, you get that. This is what you need to know for the exam. It's not life. It's yeah. not going to make you better. But it's the same thing. This is coaches. You need to do this to be better at online coaching. Whether you like it or not, you've got to film video. You've got to write emails. You've got to do this copyright. Just do it to pass the exam. That's it. It's part of the job. Just fucking do it. Practice it. And, and yeah, I just I just get so... I don't know why this week got more wound up than usual with it. I think it's because I've heard it more and more frequently. And... Yeah, it, it, it just, it, and I, it's that, it's seeing those examples that then those coaches use to try and shame their own clients. Not shame, that sounds bad, but well, they kind of are. But they, they, they're kind of highlighting to them that, look, you do have time, you're just not actually doing the right things. And I just want to bang my head against the wall and just like shove their phone in their face with their content on it and go, are you reading what you're writing? Because it's yeah. exactly the same. So that's my rant anyway. And um, Mike, we did a YouTube video about it today and Mike used the example of golf. Um, he's he really like, and he's just like, I could. The only way I'm gonna get better is by going down and practicing. I'm shit. He's like, I'm shit. I can't do it. But the only way I'm gonna get. And what we've established actually with him recently is that he's actually quite good at chipping and pitching, which is actually one of the harder bits of the game, right? But yeah, he's he he he's actually found out that he's quite good at that. And the only way he found out is because he's been doing it for four or five months now, like practicing. And he would never have figured that out if he hadn't been practicing that long to go. Actually, this is quite good. So then we went to the range of the day and he was like, oh, so I'm going to start my chipping and pitching. I was like, because I quite like it. I'm like, no, you're not. Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> Go over there. Like, you can do that. Yeah. You can do that at the end. You can do that a little bit. I'll like, have some fun at the end. Go do that shit. You're really crap at. Um, and and, it, and like, I get it. It's human nature. But 
human nature ain't going to build you a fucking online coaching business. So sort your shit out. There you go. That's the tagline. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like, so, so Tom's just started. So, so I'm going to use an example, Tom. Tom's just started his vlog where he's vlogging his triathlon stuff and all this sort of stuff, right? And I am sure that Tom is under no illusion that his first few YouTube videos of this vlog, of this series. How dare you? How dare you? I've not, they I've are not, amazing. I've not said, I've not said, <laughs> I, I've not said anything yet, right? Com- compared to his videos in three months' time, will not be as amazing as them. <laughs> right? but, but, but like, it just makes sense. It just makes fucking sense. Right? You can also, you can also look at the, even for the, the, the start quality of, I've got some YouTube videos that were up there previously and they might've been from a few years ago. Obviously I've deleted that channel from that back, but certainly those ones were fucking awful compared to the ones I'm producing now. And I'm able to overlay and able to like get things to spin in and out at the right times that I want them. And I spent like, so I'm not a YouTuber. I'm not an editor. Right. But, and Dan does exactly the same thing, even behind the curtain of our kind of coaching business. We probably, I probably spend 20 to 25 hours a week talking backs and forwards with my clients. Cool. The other time I'm trying to do other shit. So I spent probably about three to four hours just trying to edit on CapCut yesterday. Just learning shit and trying to put stuff in. That was like probably over the last two days, yeah. Probably to an hour today when I was actually four hours on, on with Dan. So I was just like, I'm just editing some stuff, some boom, 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 so I can bunk up. And then yesterday I did exactly the same thing. The thing is about the vlog, like I also know I'm going in pre-scripted because my script is already kind of there because it's based off my results of what I've done throughout the last couple of weeks. So, and it's my coaching take. So I've already got the, the prelim, but the hard, the, the hard, the hard work's done because I've actually had to train, right? It's fine. And that, that writes my script for me because I'm just, I'm using my coach's eye to kind of mm. look at what I'm doing and stuff like that. That's the content. So it's fine. But I implore someone. So if I was, so I don't know. How would we give, because we can we can lay into people and it might hit salty for some people like, oh, but there'll be some people who take action based off what we just said or what you've just ranted on, right? Which is good. Negativity enforces change. We've said that before on the podcast. Positivity mm-hmm. and positive reinforcement, yeah, elicits the same kind of behavior done well. Only if behaviors are done well, if negative reinforcement will get you to change something, okay? Mm-hmm. Nobody says, well done, Dan, and then you change what you do. Nobody's doing that. So yeah, you need to go, you out of shit down, change that. All right. I might need to change something. Cool. All right. So if we, if we take being good on camera, how do you think, are there any tips, Daniel? Because we're amazing on camera, obviously, but we're better than we were, obviously. Um, And our podcast does all right. We generally are chatty or talk or relaxed or whatever. Seems natural to an extent. Um, but are there any tips that we can do? Because obviously those those three things that we have there, you can talk about email writing. You're far fucking better than me at that. Um, but I can certainly lay in terms of getting better at editing. And I could 100% get better on camera because I don't find that an issue whatsoever uh, in terms of talking on camera or talking to people, um, weirdly. Even though I'm, I'm, an, I'm an extroverted introvert, 100%. I think I said this, I had a workshop on the weekend and I was like, just FYI, guys, like, yeah, this is not me. Like this person that I'm, I'm like a show for the next four hours whilst I teach you about all this shit. That is mm. not me in my normal day-to-day life. And if I'm in a social group, I am not like the song and dance kind of person. Look at me, blah, 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 blah. I'm definitely extroverted when need to be, but I'm definitely introverted most of the time. Oh, it's where you get your energy so from, Dan. My, um, my tip 
the, the first tip that is available to absolutely anyone is you open up Google and you type in www.youtube.com. You go on there and you type in how to, and then you finish off what you want in there. So for example, I've just written <laughs> how to be better on, on camera. On, on that, do people still write the www. I don't know. Do you have to? You don't have to. Oh, yeah. I don't think you have to. Um, I mean, to be fair, I don't really write anything. I just literally just go, I just write it in the top bar and it's just on Google, right? So it's just fine. Yeah, but yeah. My point, uh, point remains the same. <laughs> just go on Google, type in YouTube, do whatever the fuck you want, right? But anyway, how, how to be better on camera, right? Top three videos. One's got 150,000 views. How to talk to a camera, even if you've never done it before. Uh, one is how he talked to camera for 30 days every day. Um, awkward to confident, how you can do it too. How to be confident on camera, five tips. Um, right. uh, what, so, what, what, what was my thing? About just about, I mean, we didn't even plan this down, but what did I say? If you just did something for a month, a month, all I've done is month. I've trained for a month and I've noticed that yeah, improvement. Yeah, right? The he post I just made on Instagram days, that came literally. out today is just what could happen in a month. <laughs> right. Okay. Now let me do this. How to edit on... Uh, how to edit on CapCut like a pro. Okay, Ooh. so YouTube video, best CapCut video editing tips and tricks, 15 minutes. Seven free ways to make your videos 10 times better with editing, eight minute long video. How to edit a cinematic video in CapCut with AI editing tutorial, 1.1 million views. Boost your sodium meets. I mean, like, do I need to go on or not? Like, this is exactly <laughs> how I started. I started like this, right? I use Final Cut Pro, which is arguably... Um, more bit more advanced than beginner in terms of an editing software. It's much more advanced than CapCut. I was taught by a videographer. He sat down with me for about an hour, went me through certain things. After that point, I went in how to use Final Cut Pro, right? Went on there on YouTube. There is a one hour long tutorial. Guess, guess who's watched it all the way through? Guess who's now better at Final Cut Pro? Like, and, and this, this is what this is what frustrates me is it's like it's all there for you. Everything is there for you. And you say the same to your clients all the time, right? And that you know, with this sort of, sort of stuff, unlike gym and nutrition, there's not really like any sort of theories or any people out there trying to like fuck you over. It's like Final Cut Pro is Final Cut Pro. The features are the features. It's like it's there, right? So that's that. Um, how to write more? Uh, here we go. How to write emotive copywriting. Um, emotional copywriting, using the wheel of emotions, copywriting 101, the big four sales emotions explained how to get better at sales, basically three more. Um, copywriting, logical emotion, which makes more money, eight minute video. How to use new emotion in copywriting, like how to write uh, five copywriting exercises, how to write better sales copy, literally five exercises, how to do it. That is, so we've just answered that question, Tom, within four minutes of you, ask, of you asking it by going on YouTube. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I say to, to, to coaches, do you have an hour free to learn this stuff? Yeah, I do, yeah. Well, there you go. I've just found four videos, one of each topic. Make notes in every single video. And then as you've done, get CapCut for three hours. What, three hours? Yeah, upload some fucking videos to it and try and edit it. <laughs> that is good. the best way. Because what, what, what happened is you'll edit something out, you'll do something, you'll make a mistake and you just go, oh, control Z, undo. Oh, that's right. Okay, sweet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like it's 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 that limiting belief half the time. Is I don't even, I don't even think that people need necessarily loads of tips and tricks on how to be better on camera, how to do all this sort of stuff. They need to remove the limiting belief that they are bad on camera. And then once they reduce that, they go, right, how would I get better then if I wanted to? And everyone, it would be YouTube. Everyone, 
every single person would go, yeah, I'll go to YouTube to figure that out. If I want to learn how to do that, I'll go to YouTube. I do it with golf clubs all the fucking time. Which yeah. golf clubs with good <laughs> near as a handicapper? Um, near, you know, a low handicapper, what irons are best? I click on it, comes up. I start watching a video. Do you know what happens when I start watching a video about it? On the side, on YouTube, what happens? Suggested, suggested. Watch this video, watch that video. You start I mean, watching suggested videos. More is I mean, more likely is Dan Dan gets bored is uh, apparently. Yeah, so yeah. It's a bit... I don't see the answer I want, <laughs> but minutes, find so. some idea. But like, it, it just, <laughs> it's just like, it, it's, it's... So me and Mike come back to this this argument all the time. So when we, we were first mentored, we mentored by Suk, right? We were first mentored. And we sometimes get questions from, from clients and, and all this sort of stuff. And, and, and they're quite basic or whatever. And like, we, we often talk to each other and say like, would we have sent this message to Suk as our mentor? Yeah. Like, no, we'd have been so embarrassed to ask that question. Like, that's just a Google question. Like, I get asked so many what I call Google questions. Like, yeah. how do I do this? How do I remove this, this filter? How do I remove this background? I don't fucking know. Like, whenever we would sat with Suk, we go over really high-level things, like really in-depth stuff that was related to us. We want to ask him questions about our business, how we move forward, how we change things. Not, is this video all right to post? What? Yeah, post? I, I don't even know. Like, you post here. Find out. Like, what I'm looking for. <laughs> how do I edit that? How do I take this? It's like, come on, like, use your brain. Like, be proactive and, and, and make sure you've asked Google the question, asked three friends the question, then come to me and I'll answer it. But I feel like for, for a lot of people, we like first stop is ask Dan or ask Mike or ask the group. It's like, you've got a world out there of all this information that's out there for free. Um, and people just aren't utilizing it because that's exactly how I learned. I learned all this stuff. The copyright stuff, I paid someone and I got mentoring. But I also know that this stuff's all out there on, on YouTube. Um, it's it's the all same, there. It's the, all available. The same, the same thing happened like very much to us... Uh... Obviously, when educating in first place wise, mm. always would happen. Be like, oh, Tom, we've got the problem with this client. I was like, cool. What do you think? Yeah, I, I always. I that's know. the thing I do. Yeah. You tell me. What do you? What, what are you? What, what are you, are you thinking you... of saying? What are you thinking of doing? Yeah. Then I'll help what, you. What, yeah. What do you think you're gonna do? I don't know. Like, yeah, I've got menis like meniscus knee issue. I had one one night today. It's like, oh, I've got a, this thing, this issue, this issue. What What would you recommend? I was like, what have you done? What have you done before? Before what has helped it before? What do you think yeah. you should be doing in the future? What are you training to do? Why are you getting there? Lots of questions. Just like trying, trying to make them make their mind up for what they should do. They know the answer somewhere. It's just like I don't want to answer this question because I think you know the question. It's like it's actually a lot about teaching of like self discovery and just being like, all right, I'm going to lead you down, and you're going to answer the question by yourself, hopefully, or just like just go to. Uh, yeah just yeah because it's, it's so much of that shit it's just just scary. i think i just think people i just think people forget that with mentoring and coaching like come to me because you've tried it yourself first and show me what you've done and i can then inform your yeah. thinking and inform your practice so that the next time you have this sort of issue you ask the right question instead of maybe the, the wrong one or the one you're asking right now i think we have to like look at if we've basically like the going to your mentor and finding the answer is a very short journey like whatever that person whereas the chances are like me and Dan are in the fortunate scenario where we do mentor people, but we have gone that fucking rounded journey to get to the answer and learn all these fucking mistakes. Yeah. I get that. We're going to be able to like short journey to you. So you don't have to make as many mistakes. That's the whole kind of point of having a coach, 
But we're like, all right, we still want you to discover how to get there because when you get stuck, when we're not there, how the fuck are you meant to get yourself unstuck? It's like you're not always going to be in that kind of perfect scenario every single time. And that's the same like with video editing and stuff like that. It's just like, all right, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I, I'm just messing shit around. Being good on camera, I can... Yeah, that's... Again, I don't think it is something... I feel there's some people that are not fantastically like extroverted enough on camera they're just like very closed off and we're just like all right cool then you need to get fucking great at copywriting like it's like you're gonna get 50 like you said you're gonna get like 25 30 percent better on camera so you at least have that content done and you're not probably gonna base your business around it but you're gonna have because it's a necessity you're gonna have yourself on camera sometimes because believe it or not when you're a coach you're probably gonna be have to like show your face how you speak all this kind of stuff so you can relate to the person that you're speaking to and then but you're going to build your business right on on other shit right i like mm. and just do that way so it's just picking the which one is going to be your best thing so obviously the triathlon thing like the the biggest thing for me and i'm gonna get the biggest bang for a buck will because the longest amount of time is the cycling but the thing that sucks for me right now is the run so I need to wind yeah. that. There's probably the if I were to go off and do a triathlon now, that would be the biggest percentage in terms of skewed, like because it I would blow at it. So yeah, that's where I'm going to focus my money. I just think I don't I don't know. Don't know. I, I don't know if I, I I feel like the whole being better on camera thing. I, I just think it's just you ask people this question and they haven't spent time in front of a camera. It's like it. I think being better is obviously is an objective term and like you can't, you know, sorry, it's a subjective term, you know, you compared to what? Yeah. Well, compared to Robert De Niro. Well, yeah, I'm shit. But <laughs> I'm also, I'm good enough on social media though. So that's all you have to do. Like a lot of people compare, oh, I'll never be like, I'll never be like James Smith. I'm not asking you about James Smith. I'm not asking you to. I'm asking you to be yourself and be on camera. It's not, it's not really that, that difficult. But one practical tip that I'll give every single person who needs to get better on camera, wants to get better on camera is to not think that when you've pressed record, you have to get everything right and to the point and said perfectly before you can press stop, right? What I would recommend is getting a camera, putting it on, hitting record, and just recording yourself talking random shit and not yeah. having to turn it off. Just leave it on. Just leave it on. Like if you're doing a podcast like this, leave it on. Just leave it there. Just leave it there, you talking. You'll capture yourself being more normal. Film yourself doing your check-ins, all that sort of stuff. You might just find you can chop some bits out of it, right, number one. But number two is it's this th it's this theory that because you've written out what you're going to say, you have to say it all word for word. And, oh, I missed that word. No one knows except you because you wrote the <laughs> fucking script. And, like, I think people will have this misconception because when they see my videos, I'm like, oh, how do you get your videos and how do you do that and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, well, you think that I said the start of my video at the start of the recording. Well, I didn't. It's from the middle. And you think that the first 15 seconds is the first 15 seconds from when I press record. It's not. It's a, it's a seven minute recording and I've taken out 90 seconds of it, made it into video. And it's chopped and it's moved and it's all made into a story based on what I've said and the emotions and the hand movements and the patterns. It's like, it looks that way because there was also times in that when I was like looking down at my computer screen going, wow, did I say that point? Did I make that point? I'll make that one. Cool. Okay, that's where I'm at. Cool, I'll make that point now. And I launch back into it. And it, I just find it, it weird that people don't think that like, it's like when I say to people about the film, like Oppenheimer, three hour film. Do you think, do you think it, they only filmed three hours of footage? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, it took three years or whatever it fucking took. You know, it takes fucking years to, film, to have a film done. I'm like, okay, cool. So do you think social media then needs to be like 
you say it, it's like no obviously not and so that's one practical tip that i think people can do it's the same with email writing same with copywriting write six pages and take out the best bits and make it into one email that's then two pages people are just so afraid of getting shit wrong or writing too much or writing all the wrong shit well that's how you get better stuff out is by getting all the shits in your head out on paper then make it into a coherent story a coherent email coherent whatever you need to do oh yeah it's just um yeah just just one of those it's just one of those weird things i find it's interesting, yeah, because I think in a practicality sense, people free weirdly freeze or don't portray their personality enough on camera. It's like dial it up, any of your character traits, dial it up. Mm. I feel like we've said that before. You because it's on a two D fucking thing, you don't have as much in like what's going on. You don't want to pick up that kind of sense. Um, and then I feel like you have to pick someone who you're talking to. Yeah. Who are you talking to behind that camera kind of thing? You're not talking to the camera. You're like, all right, who the fuck are you actually going to talk to? Whether it be, it's, uh, it's my niche that I'm talking to. No, I f- pick a fucking person or pick a fucking group that you want to talk to. If I think I'm going to talk to a group of golfers down the, like, uh, I don't know. It's like the, you were talking about the four brothers kind of videos. They're imagining the camera is their mate, right? It's like one of the brothers. Mm-hmm thousand percent and it's just in on that conversation it's like that's what's happening and that because i want i want you to pick that physical person that you're talking to if it's your partner if it's your girlfriend kind of perspective it's like a pov kind of thing it's like that's mm. what's going to happen like that's what you need oh uh, yeah i would i would because i would on my teaching stuff i imagine i'm talking to a group of my students that's what i'm talking to because that's the yeah. that's the level of stuff i'm trying to talk to so i hope they understand and trying to do stuff in sign of layman's terms but also coming back to some science and stuff like that so yeah that's who i imagine i'm talking to. i never talk imagine i'm talking to dan like that's insane i'd be no, so swear at me wouldn't you no. <laughs> it wouldn't be allowed on yeah so yeah. i swore accidentally in my last vlog and i was like oh Oh, uh, and I was like, I don't know whether I can do this. I have to take, edit that out. I've got to edit that out now because I want it safe for kids or all that bullshit. So uh, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's family friendly. This one's not. Um, our shows aren't family friendly, so I'm gonna have to put Never. the 18 on it. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. There's no nu- no nudity. And didn't get his nipples out today, so not he normally yet. does. Not. Normally does just, those just massive. Wait. Dog shit nipples of his. Dog so, shit. Everything's yeah. dog shit. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Savage. Absolutely savage. All right. That was a very ranty one, Dan. But yeah, five to ten percent better in one month. Guarantee it. Just fucking do it. Um, yeah. Just do it. Just do it. And if you don't know how to, um, then ask Google, not us. Yeah. Or I screenshot screenshot the the question of what you got in google and then a, a video of you watching the youtube video and then send that to us i won't watch it but at least it's proof and then i'll answer the question yeah or you just pay pay one of us money then it'll be all right so it's fine it'd be easy wouldn't it everyone's yeah, got a number just, everyone's yeah. got a number mine's 259 million so it's, it's the same as uh mbappe's so it's interesting <laughs> Mbappe, oh. yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I'm for, yeah. <laughs> or the uh, the Saudi thing where they're, they're trying to pay for very average footballers to come over and play in the Saudi Division 3, apparently. 140 grand a year. I might go. Seems like less Sign work. Me up. Yeah. Seems like less work. Go go live in Saudi, play football, get given a house and 140 grand. Uh, yeah. Take that, wouldn't you? Take that. I'd take that. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely job. 
Oh, all right at football. What? Yeah. All right, yeah. Kick You're all right at football, mate. Kick the ball. Yeah, yeah do that. Two kick the ball. It's all right. Um, all right. Let's bring that show to an end. I hope a lot of people took some shit away or just got annoyed with us uh, more than anything else. More of an empowering podcast, I feel, than what we were. And it's it's late for Dan. He's got to do some more check-ins after this. And uh, yeah, and it, what was it like ten o'clock? Somewhere? Uh, 20 past? Yeah, twenty past nine. You're not too bad. Yeah, not you're okay. too bad. You're okay. Not too right. bad. Yeah, I, I crack. Well, we're gonna bring this right. this show to an end because I need we. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other business from you, mate? Not from me, no. We're all good. All good. Yeah. No, nothing from me. Obviously, you can go and download Lead Magnets. Sorry, not Lead Magnets. Free programs. Um, yeah, free I'm programs always done it. <laughs> always make that association. Uh, and if you want to, still in my bio. Uh, wonderful. If you uh, want your preseason stuff, there is a golf one coming your way of the same ilk. But unfortunately, I've got to learn how to do Canva, so I better go watch that YouTube video. So, don't bother me. Just, I just say you shit out of it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. See you later.